This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 71 degrees at 6.04. Forecast for today. Hot. Mostly sunny and hot, 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High in the low 90s, heat index values as high as 101. We'll have more on that in a little bit. As we've been hearing, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo steps off the public stage for the first time in most of his adult life. In just two weeks after announcing his resignation yesterday, the Democrat still denies knowingly doing anything wrong as he's been implicated in substantiated claims by 11 women that he sexually harassed or even groped them. Cuomo faced almost certain impeachment, and those proceedings may still continue as some in Albany say they want to prevent the lifelong politician from running for office in New York again. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul of Western New York becomes New York's 57th governor and the first woman to hold the office on October 24th. Republicans and Democrats in all levels of local government had called on Governor Cuomo to resign, saying he could not effectively do his job when he had accusations of sexual harassment, creating a hostile work environment, misreporting nursing home COVID deaths, and using state resources to help write a book on his response to the pandemic landing him a multi-million dollar book deal hanging over his head. Yesterday, U.S. Senators Charles Schumer and Kirsten Gillibrand, along with Assemblywoman Don Lopardo and County Executive Jason Garner, all said the fellow Democrat did the right thing in stepping aside. Republicans, Senator Fred Akshar and Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, both also repeated their statements from weeks earlier, saying it was time for Cuomo to go. WMBF First News Time 606. The last New York lieutenant governor to replace a governor resigning over sexual missteps made history as the first black and legally blind governor. David Patterson replaced Elliot Spitzer in 2008 after the Democrat was caught up in a prostitution sting. Now current lieutenant governor Kathy Hochul will become the state's 57th governor and the first woman to take the office, making again history. The centrist Democrat from western New York last week joined the chorus of politicians denouncing Cuomo. She she said yesterday she's ready to lead. Hochul plans to public, publicly address the state at two this afternoon. Once Hochul takes office, there will be another historic first in the state. Her husband will become the first first gentleman of New York. William Hochul is an attorney who served decades in the Justice Department and was U.S. Attorney for Western New York before retiring and being replaced by President Donald Trump in his round of appointments of his supporters and fellow Republicans. WMBF News Times 607. Much of New York State, with the exception of the shores of the Great Lakes and the Adirondacks, is sweltering under oppressive heat and humidity, with heat advisories in place for almost all of the Empire State. The National Weather Service in Binghamton has issued heat advisories not only from noon to 7 p.m. today, but from noon to 7 p.m. tomorrow. NOAA says actual air temperatures could reach into the mid-90s in the hotter valleys, and the heat index of 101 to 102. High temperatures and dew points in the upper 60s and 70s make for oppressive conditions that could result in heat illness 
unless precautions are taken. Any outdoor activity should be limited to the early morning and early evening. Residents in charge of animals need to make sure they are taken care of as well with access to shade and plenty of fresh water if they're not kept indoors. And if you have children, check the backseat of the car. Whenever you get out to make absolutely sure there's no child left in the vehicle. According to the latest update on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention COVID data tracker, Broome County's situation has gone from bad to worse. Last week, Broome joined several other counties in the CDC map as showing a level of community transmission in the, in the substantial area. Now we're in the red zone for the period ending on Monday, August 9th. Low transmission rate is considered 10 or fewer cases. Substantial transmission last week prompted County Executive Jason Garner to require masks to be worn inside all county-owned facilities while he recommended residents wear masks in other indoor settings. The new data this week splits broom in the highest transmission category, showing up red on the CDC map, high transmission with 100 or more COVID-19 cases per 100,000 or a positivity rate of 10% or higher. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Free today. Just go to bamboohr.com slash panda. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash panda. That's bamboohr.com slash panda. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. It's early bird traffic, the first traffic and weather together update on this Wednesday morning. It's the 11th day of August. And no traffic trouble reported at the moment. We'll be monitoring our highways and our byways over the next few hours, so stay tuned. We'll keep you out of a jam as much as possible. The forecast from the National Weather Service, uh, Scorcher, today, tomorrow, Friday. Mostly sunny today, a chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Some storms may produce gusty winds and heavy rain. The high 92, heat index 101. Partly cloudy tonight, more showers, more thunderstorms, low 72, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 93, the heat index again around 101. National Weather Service has heat advisories posted for today and tomorrow between noon and 7 p.m. So be prepared. For ongoing hot weather, there is relief in sight this weekend. Right now, in downtown Binghamton, it's 71 at News Radio 1290. I'm Bob Joseph, along with Kathy White in the WNBF News Center. Many, 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 many years ago, someone told me about August, and they said basically, this isn't the exact quote, but basically nothing newsworthy happens in August. Well, the truth is, a lot of newsworthy things have happened in August over the years. Remember 1974, August 8th, Richard Milhouse Nixon shows up on TV and says, I'm out of here, paraphrasing. And then we see this development yesterday at midday with Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, who's been governor for more than ten and a half years, also announcing to... New Yorkers and the world, I'm out of here, he says, in two weeks. Of 
course, he could also change his mind as well. At any rate, Andrew Cuomo announcing his resignation. He said it will take effect in 14 days, so that would make it August 24th. Kathy Hochul would become the governor if, in fact, Andrew Cuomo carries out his threat and really leaves. We'll see. A lot can happen in 13 and a half days. But we will be talking about Andrew Cuomo and more today on News Radio 1290, especially on our talk show on Bingham to Now, coming up from 8 to 10. Among our guests will be New York State Republican Chairman Nick Langworthy, at least one Republican candidate for governor, Rob Astorino, and Gannett reporter John Campbell, who is the co-author of the main story on the front page of your presence on Bulletin this morning, John Campbell and Joseph Spector, writing the story about Andrew Cuomo's announcement to resign. Plus, we'll be taking your calls. It'll be Bingham to Now today from 8 to 10 on WNBF. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Well, it's Wednesday morning, and uh, on the sports front, we can report that none of the People associated with the Binghamton Rumble Ponies have announced plans to resign, so that's good news. However, on the uh, downside, the Rumble Ponies lost in their series opener to the Yard Goats at the stadium last night. Final was the Binghamton Rumble Ponies 1, the Hartford Yard Goats 0. It's the um, season opener, or not the season opener season opener was in May. Anyway, they've got uh, five more games to play against Hartford at the stadium. Willie Abreu from Hartford hit a solo home run in the second inning, accounting for the lone run of the game. And so the teams will face each other again tonight. First pitch, 635. Which I mentioned it's going to be a hot time in the Old Town tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you bring well, lots of money so you can buy. I, I would say with the heat and the humidity tonight for the baseball game in downtown, I would say you're going to need at least one bottle of water per inning. At least. In Queens, the series opener between Washington and the Mets was suspended in the top of the second inning because of rain. Washington is ahead 3-1 to one on the strength of the three-run homer from Juan Soto and his return to the starting lineup. Play will resume at 4-10 this afternoon as part of a doubleheader. In Kansas City, Salvador Perez homered twice to set a career high with 29 this season. The Royals rallied to beat the Yankees 8-4. Perez put the Royals ahead with a two-run blast in the first inning. Estimated at 418 feet, he tied the game at four, leading off the sixth. It was the fourth multi-homer game this season and tenth of his career for Perez, who marked the tenth anniversary of his Major League debut. A night earlier, the Royals tied the game four times before falling to the Yankees in 11 innings. But last night, Kansas City pushed ahead and stayed there again the final last night. The Royals eight, the Yankees four. Elsewhere in the wide world of sports, the Bills have activated Jerry Hughes from the non-football injury list. The team's top pass rusher missed the first two weeks of training camp because of an injured left calf. 
Buffalo also placed backup linebacker Markel Lee on the reserve COVID list. Starting left tackle Deion Dawkins appears to be closing in on his return after opening camp on the reserve COVID list. Dawkins is no longer wearing a mask while watching practice from the sideline. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 618, and it's time for Money News. Money News on your Wednesday morning with Daria Albinger. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Think you've been paying more for just about anything? We'll get a better idea of how expensive things are when the July Consumer Price Index is released today. Nissan says its huge factory in Smyrna, Tennessee, will close for two weeks starting Monday due to a computer chip shortage brought on by a coronavirus outbreak in Malaysia. The shutdown is one of the longest at any U.S. auto plants of this size since the shortage began last year, hobbling auto production worldwide. Nissan says it expects to resume production at the end of the month. After weeks of fits and starts, the Senate has approved a $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure plan, giving the package momentum as it heads to the House. Next up for the Senate is a $3.5 trillion plan, which focuses on social and environmental programs. Stocks traded in a narrow range on Tuesday, but with enough momentum to push the Dow and the S&P 500 to new highs. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Checking futures, the Dow futures at the moment are up 24. The NASDAQ futures are down 44. And, of course, trade starts on Wall Street in just over three hours at 9.30. So we'll keep you posted with the latest in business news throughout the day right here on News Radio 1290. WNBF, WNBF.com, coming up in exactly 10 minutes. All the news that fits. Live from the WNBF News Center with Kathy White. Latest on the governor's announcement that he plans to resign in 14 days. And some reaction as well. With WNBF News, the next report at 6.30 on this Wednesday morning. Now, though, it's time for Getting Healthier with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, Better Life, sponsored by UHS. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Do you find yourself arguing with your partner a lot more these days? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. After more than a year of constant togetherness and stress, people's emotional reserves are tapped, one clinical psychologist recently told me. This creates impatience that leads us to speak before we think. Licensed therapist and dispenser of always great advice, Ian Kerner says, it's important to take time to cool off before you say something you'll regret. You know that. Listen first, acknowledge what you've heard, then apologize even if you don't think you need to for whatever role you played in the argument, even if it's just a little one. Separate the person from the problem, Ian says. Try to get away from labels. Instead, talk about the issue itself and try to solve it together. And don't forget, all relationships are built on compromise. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. 
Do you have an idea for an invention, but you don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp. They've been helping inventors for 35 years. InventHelp has helped over 10,000 inventors get patents. You can meet with an InventHelp representative who will keep your idea confidential and explain their invention process step by step. And InventHelp's data bank includes over 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas. Call 800-217-4380. That's 1-800-217-4380. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. Benner Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Weekday mornings right here on First News Binghamton, sponsored by UHS. Coming up later this morning, we will be hearing from a UHS physician so you can stay healthy, stay healthier. Because we want you around for many more decades to come. That's our philosophy here at News Radio 1290. Coming up, we'll check entertainment news. By the way, in less than 30 minutes, we'll also get a tech news update, the Wednesday tech update with Kim Commando. It's all for you here on News Radio 1290. If you're just uh, waking up and saying, gee, I wonder if today is going to be cooler than Tuesday, the short answer to that is nope. We'll have the full forecast coming up when we check traffic and weather together in 90 seconds. WNBF News Time, 6. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 625, it's all clear on the Western Front. And all the other fronts as well. We have no reports of traffic incidents at this time. Smooth sailing for early risers on this Wednesday. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today. Showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. Some of the storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High 92, the heat index up to 101. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 72, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 93, with the heat index again up to 101. And Friday, pretty much the same thing with mostly sunny skies, more showers, more thunderstorms, and more heat with a high Friday of 92. And a heat advisory will be in effect for the region from noon today till 7 p.m. Right now in downtown Binghamton, a sultry 71 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time 626. We'll check entertainment news. Entertainment News. The Bachelorette is over, and now things get real. Katie Thurston and Blake Moynes got engaged on Monday night season finale, and when I caught up with the happy couple yesterday, they told me they're excited to do all the couple stuff they haven't been able to do yet. Go get coffee, go on a road trip together, meet the family, meet the friends, the pets. 
you know? So it sounds weird, but that is our version of our vacation coming up. And she says Dancing with the Stars, not in her future, but we've heard that before. Out today on Disney Plus, another new Marvel series. Slow down a little bit. This one a little different. It's animated. What if imagines an alternate Marvel universe with characters we know and love doing things very much out of character. And it features the last time we'll hear the late Chadwick Boseman voice. Thank you, Jason Nathanson. Gee, now that The Bachelorette is over, I have absolutely nothing to look forward to. Except the news coming up in a minute and a half from Kathy White. WNBF News Time 6. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 71 degrees at 6.30. The forecast for today, hazy, hot, humid. The dew points already right now in the upper 60s. That is pretty much on the tropical, uncomfortable range. The humidity is at 87%, 71 degrees, and it's going to get worse as far as feeling like it's in the 90s and even low 100s. Democrats have pushed a $3.3 trillion framework for bolstering family services, health, environmental programs through the Senate. The chamber's party-line approval of the budget resolution advances President Joe Biden's expansive vision for reshaping federal priorities. And it happens just hours after senators handed the president a triumph on a companion measure that that is setting the infrastructure at $1 trillion for fix-up. The budget's passage was crucial for president and party set on training the government's financial might to assist families create jobs and fight climate change. German prosecutors say they have detained a British citizen who is accused of spying for Russia while working at the British Embassy in Berlin. Federal prosecutors said the man was detained on Tuesday in Potsdam based on cooperative investigations by German and British authorities. In keeping with German privacy laws, the man was only identified as David S. Prosecutors say he's suspected of having spied for the Russian intelligence service since at least November. WMBF First News Time 632. The heat and humidity smothering the region yesterday is worse today and it will continue tomorrow. That's according to the National Weather Service in Binghamton that has issued heat advisories for all of New York State except the Adirondacks and the shores of the Great Lakes which are not suffering from the heat and part of New York City that's under an excessive heat warning tomorrow and an air quality advisory. People who don't have air conditioning can seek relief in shopping malls and movie theaters. Well, something that was not a possibility last summer during heat spells when the pandemic closed many of those public venues. With the latest surge of the Delta variant of the coronavirus, which is several times more contagious than the COVID that shut everything down last year, people are encouraged to wear masks inside, especially where many people are gathering. Masks are required in all Broome County-owned buildings and inside the areas of Ross Park Zoo that are enclosed. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is leaving office and New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul is preparing to take the reins of power after Cuomo yesterday announced he would resign from office effective August 24th. The Western New York Democrat will become New York's first female governor following an unorthodox two-week transition period in which Cuomo has said he will stay on and work to ease her into the job. Hochul stayed out of public sight yesterday but said in 
in a statement she was prepared to lead. She plans to address the state in a televised appearance at 2 this afternoon. Cuomo announced yesterday he would resign rather than face a likely impeachment trial over allegations that he sexually harassed several women. He denies touching anyone inappropriate, saying he never crossed the line. The line had been redrawn. The governor was also under scrutiny for his administration's reporting of COVID deaths in nursing homes, underreporting those numbers, and whether he used state resources and staff to assist in writing his multi-million dollar book on his response to the COVID pandemic. The governor still faces possible criminal charges filed by some of his excusers. At least one has filed a criminal complaint with the Albany County District Attorney alleging Cuomo groped her. The body of a man whose kayak overturned near Dorchester Park has been recovered. According to New York State Police, 57-year-old James Jones of Louisiana had been missing since his kayak tipped over in the Whitney Point Reservoir on Saturday evening. Investigators say the man's body was found at 9 a.m. yesterday. State police were assisted by members of the Whitney Point Fire Department. The investigation is continuing. Pennsylvania State Police say a Susquehanna woman is accused of trying to run over a man with a vehicle before crashing. Authorities say shortly after 8.30 on Saturday night, 31-year-old Heather Lewis allegedly tried to hit a 34-year-old man with a vehicle and crashed into a wall at Westfall Avenue and River Street before fleeing the scene. Troopers say Lewis is accused of assault with a weapon in that incident. It's 6.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Morning is 637 WNBF, WNBF.com. What's next? <laughs> I don't know. What is next? Everything was fine less than 24 hours ago, and now look. Everything that we held dear, all of the assumptions we had made, everything has been turned on its head. And the question is, now what? Because the week is not even half over. Well, we still have three full days ahead, three full business days, and sometimes people do weird things on Saturdays, too. So what's ahead? What will Kathy Hochul have to say? Kathy Hochul will be speaking to the nation shortly. And what will she say? Will she resign? Well, I'm not saying she would, but could she? Well, of course she could. Maybe she doesn't want to be associated with this operation anymore. I don't know. So stay tuned. Whatever happens today and tomorrow and the next day, you'll hear all about it on WNBF, where news breaks first. Remember, I'm not in the prediction business. My predictions are almost always wrong. Coming up next, traffic and weather. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 640, no trouble around the Twin Tiers on our roadways. There have been no significant crashes reported at this time and no delays so far. Watch out, the work zones will be getting set up in the next hour or so. So keep your eyes open. And slow down. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today. Some showers and some thunderstorms in the afternoon. Some storms may produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High 92, the heat index will hit 101. 
tonight, partly cloudy, more showers and thunderstorms, and even some more heavy rain and gusty winds, 72 for a low. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 93. Friday, lovely, mostly sunny, showers and thunderstorms, high 92. And for those who are not enamored with this kind of heat and humidity, sweet relief comes your way on the weekend. Give you the sneak peek for Saturday and Sunday. Oh, I can't wait. Assuming I survive till Saturday. A mostly sunny day. A chance of showers and thunderstorms. And a high of 79. Sunday, beautiful sunny. High 79. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 71 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 642. Perusing the newspapers, looking at the headlines today. I don't rare, or I rarely have five, five print newspapers in the beautiful studio at the same time, but today is an exception. Of course, the Times, the paper of record, Cuomo to quit in harassment scandal. The Press and Sun Bulletin, Cuomo resigns. The Wall Street Journal, Cuomo resigns amid scandal. Daily News, kiss him goodbye. And Rupert Murdoch's New York Post, at the end of his grope. So newspaper editors in New York are rejoicing, if only for one day. And for those of us of a certain age, and my guess is many of our listeners are of a certain age, you'll actually understand the importance of a print newspaper documenting history, regardless of how you feel about what happened on Tuesday. It was a big event, and at least for now, we can look back on it, or we will be able to look at back on it, because newspapers are still available in print for the moment. WNBF News Time, 643, coming right up. We'll take a look at sports and then money news on First News. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. The Rumble Ponies started their series against Hartford at the stadium last night and a low scoring affair. Now, we're not talking about elected officials, but it was a low scoring affair at the stadium last night. Yard Goats wound up scoring the only run, and that was a solo home run by Willie Abreu in the second inning. So if you got there late, you saw zero scoring. So the only scoring was in the top of the second inning, and uh, the final, Binghamton 0 and Hartford 1. Teams will continue their series tonight at the stadium 635 for the first pitch. In Queens, the series opener between the Nationals and the Mets was suspended in the top of the second inning because of rain. Washington is ahead 3-1 to one on the strength of a three-run homer from Juan Soto in his return to the starting lineup. Play will resume this afternoon at 410. As part of a single admission doubleheader, the suspended game will remain scheduled for nine innings and under... Pandemic rules, the regularly scheduled game between the teams tonight will be shortened to seven innings. So I wish I could be in Queens tonight. 
Sadly, because of contractual obligations, I will be unable to appear. Because if I was in Queens tonight, I probably wouldn't be in Binghamton tomorrow morning. In Kansas City, Salvador Perez homered twice to set a career high with 29 this season. The Royals rallied to beat the Yankees 8-4. to Perez put the Royals ahead with a two-run blast in the first inning, estimated at 418 feet. Let's hear how that sounded during the big broadcast on KCSP. Ridings with the 1-2, and that ball is drilled in the gap, left center field. That ball's going to get to the wall. Rivera's got to hustle around third. He's coming home, and he will score. The go-ahead to third is Dozier. He is out. But the Royals take the lead on the double by Dozier. It's 5-4 Kansas City. All right. Well, one highlight is broadcast on KCSP. And again, uh, was at and that was in the bottom of the sixth. Anyway, that's what's going on in sports of all sorts. Well, actually, no, we just covered baseball. Let's do at least should do something. Oh, let's say from the NBA, so we could call it sports of all sorts. The Nets have signed veteran Australian guard Patty Mills. The NBA did not disclose terms of the deal for the free agent. Mills has appeared in 739 career games across 12 NBA seasons with San Antonio and Portland. He's averaged 8.9 points, 1.7 rebounds, and 2.3 assists. Mills won a bronze medal in the just-concluded Tokyo Olympics. It's the latest in sports on WNBF. It's 648 on your Wednesday morning. Money news. Asian stocks are mixed ahead of U.S. inflation data, offering a glimpse at how the world's largest economy is recovering. Tokyo, Shanghai, and Sydney were up, while Seoul and Hong Kong declined. And the uh, information about the U.S. inflation rate will be released at 830 this morning. Democrats have pushed a $3.5 trillion framework for bolstering family services, health, and environment programs through the Senate. The chamber's party-line approval of the budget resolution advances President Biden's expansive vision for reshaping federal priorities. It happened just hours after senators handed him a triumph on a companion $1 trillion infrastructure package. Taking a look at futures for stocks in the U.S. this morning, the Dow futures are up 22, and the NASDAQ futures are down 46. So it could be a rather mixed day on Wall Street, at least in early trading, with stocks opening in the U.S. in exactly 100 minutes at 9.30. Listening to News Radio 1290, WNBF, where news breaks first. I'm Bob Joseph with you, along with Kathy White, the WNBF News Center. Let's talk tech now with Kim Commando. In 2016, the Summer Olympics generated more than twice the viewers than last week's Tokyo Games. This incredible decline in viewership is not only because the Olympics weren't compelling, along with so many Americans put off by athletes using the games to further their own personal political gain. I'm Kim Commando with The Real Problem, brought to you by Simply Safe. Save 20% on a security system and get your first month of interactive monitoring free at simplysavekim.com. For starters, NBC Universal paid billions of dollars for the Olympic broadcast rights. The ratings were so bad that they're actually refunding money to advertisers. Why? 
More than 85% of American TV households now have at least one Internet-connected television. Streaming is king. As NBC is refunding money from one hand, their new Peacock streaming service has 54 million new sign-ups. No one saw the shift from traditional TV viewing habits to our world of watch what you want when you want to watch it, all because of the Internet. Not even me. Get more tech news 24-7 at commando.com. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL and do more with modern devices in Windows 10 Pro. School's out for summer, but if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite's offering a one-of-a-kind special financing program for those ready to graduate today. Head to NetSuite.com slash Kim right now. NetSuite.com slash Kim. That's NetSuite.com slash Kim. Sometimes it feels like the course keeps changing right before your eyes. Dell Technologies Advisors have the tech solutions you need to help your business stay ahead of the game. Call an advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL and do more with modern devices in Windows 10 Pro. Kim Commando with her tech updates. Brilliantly done, as always. And we'll hear from Kim Kim Commando tomorrow morning at 6.50 here on First News Binghamton. And 6.53, thanks for joining us for another great day of news, information, and some entertainment, too. Binghamton Now will be on today from 8 to 10. I trust it's going to be a noteworthy program. Our first scheduled guest, in fact, is Nick Langworthy, New York State's Republican chairman. He will comment on Governor Cuomo's plan to resign in about two weeks. We also will be speaking with John Campbell from Gannett. You see his byline along with Joseph Spector on the front page of the Present Sun Bulletin. John Campbell joining us from Albany. And also we plan to speak with Republican candidate for governor Rob Astorino. Who knows? We may talk with some other candidates for governor as well. I think it's going to be a wild campaign next year. It should be a very interesting Bingham to Now program from 8 to 10 this morning right here on WNB. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 655, no trouble reported on roadways in Broome, Tioga, and surrounding counties. Broome County Highway Department says that there will be some ongoing ditching work on Glenwood, Owen Hill, and Knapp Hill Roads throughout the day today. Watch out for work zones wherever you travel on this Wednesday. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny with a chance of showers and thunderstorms today. The storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain this afternoon. High 92. Heat index topping out at 101. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 72, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 93. The heat index again, 101. And a heat advisory will be in effect today from noon to 7 p.m. All across the Twin Tiers. Right now it's 71 in downtown Binghamton. At News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 650. 
Coming up, WNBF, Binghamton Now, we'll talk about what has transpired over the last 24 hours with Governor Cuomo making his dramatic announcement that he plans to resign in 14 days. We'll talk about it on our program. We'll have complete reaction, and we'll hear from you as well. So that's all coming up right here between 8 and 10 on News Radio 1290. WNBF Binghamton, it's 7 o'clock. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 70 degrees at 7.04. Forecast for today. Heat advisory today. We'll get to that. That starts at noon. Mostly sunny, hot, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, a high in the low 90s. Heat indexes around 101. Much of New York State, with the exception of the shores of the Great Lakes and the Adirondacks, is sweltering under the oppressive heat and humidity with heat advisories in place for almost all the Empire State. The National Weather Service in Binghamton has issued heat advisories not only from noon to 7 p.m. today, but noon to 7 p.m. tomorrow. NOAA says the actual air temperatures could reach into the mid-90s in the hotter valley areas with a heat index of 101 to 102. High temperatures and dew points in the upper 60s and 70s make for oppressive conditions that could result in heat illness unless precautions are taken. Breathing could be difficult for people with compromised respiratory symptoms, including those currently affected with COVID or people who were sick earlier in the pandemic, but are still suffering from long-term effects of the coronavirus. Any outdoor activity that is necessary should be limited to the cooler hours of the day in the early morning or evening. Wear light-colored and light and light clothing and spend as much time as possible in air conditioning. Residents in charge of animals need to make sure they are taken care of as well with access to shade and plenty of fresh water if they are not allowed indoors. If you have children, check the back seat of the vehicle whenever you get out. Make absolutely sure there is no child left in the vehicle by accident. WMBF News Time, 7.06. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo steps off the public stage for the first time in much of his adult life in two weeks after announcing his resignation yesterday. The Democrat still denies knowingly doing anything wrong as he has been implicated in substantiated claims by 11 women that he sexually harassed or even groped them. Cuomo faced almost certain impeachment and those proceeds may still continue as some in Albany say they want to prevent the lifelong politician from running for office office in New York again. Republicans and Democrats in all levels of local government had called on the governor to resign, saying he could not effectively do his job when he had accusations of sexual harassment, creating a hostile work environment, misreporting nursing home COVID deaths, and using state resources to help write a book on his response to the pandemic that landed him a multi-million dollar book deal, all hanging over his head. Yesterday, U.S. Senators Charles Schumer and Kirsten Gillibrand, along with Assemblywoman Donna Lopardo and County Executive Jason Garner, all said that the governor, a fellow Democrat, did the right thing in stepping aside. Republicans, State Senator Fred Akshar and Congresswoman Claudia Tenney, both also repeated their statements from weeks earlier, saying it was time for Cuomo to go. 
WMBF First News Time 707. According to the latest update on the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention COVID data tracker, Broome County's situation has gone from bad to worse. Last week, Broome joined several other counties in the CDC map as showing a level of community transmission in the orange or substantial ranking. Now, for the period ending August 9th, Broome is red or at high transmission. A low transmission rate is considered 10 or fewer cases per 100,000 in a community population of less or less than a 5% raise of positive COVID-19 test results. Moderate is 10 to 50 cases, while substantial, which Broome County had been listed last week, is 50 to 100 cases per 100,000, or a positive test result rate of 8% to 10%. Broome's substantial rating last week prompted County Executive Jason Garner to require masks to be worn inside all county-owned buildings, while he recommended residents wear masks in other indoor settings. The new data this week's put Broome in the highest transmission category. That is showing red on the map with 100 or more COVID-19 cases per 100,000 or a positivity rate of 10% or higher. In the latest weekly update, Broom reported from August 2nd to the 9th, the county added 202 cases for a total of 18,524 since the start of the pandemic. Shenango County this week is reporting three additional deaths. It's 709 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 710, and there are no serious crashes or reported delays on Binghamton area roadways. Of course, if you see something, you can always contact us on the WNBF traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. A heat advisory will be in effect today from noon to 7. Mostly sunny, chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly after 4 p.m. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain, high 92. The heat index reaching 101. Showers and thunderstorms tonight, low 72. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high 93. Heat index again, 101 for Friday. Mostly sunny, some showers and thunderstorms, high 92. And here's something to look forward to. The weekend, nicer, more pleasant conditions. Mostly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers, high 79. And sunny Sunday, high 79. Right now it's 71 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, WNBF. Of course, the... uh, Big story continues to be the stunning announcement by New York Governor Cuomo that he plans to resign in 14 days. We'll see if that actually happens. Uh, CBS News posted a a little clip of President Biden's Q&A with reporters. And let's listen. This is a little clip that was from CBS News. They also posted it to uh, Twitter. A little bit of an exchange as the president was asked about New York's governor. Mr. President. Ironically, Mr. President. One, of the, one of the Democrats 
through the years that you spoke with about infrastructure the most was Andrew Cuomo, who is resigning, who announced he's resigning today. You had traveled New York with him when you were vice president to the launch of the reconstruction of LaGuardia. He was someone who supported your campaign early on. No, you called on him to resign. No, you condemned the alleged behavior. But you're someone who spends a lot of time with mayors and governors. How would you assess his ten and a half years as governor of the state? In terms of his personal behavior or what he's done as a governor? What he's done as a governor. I thought he's done a hell of a job. I thought he's done a hell of a job. And, uh, I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure to a whole range of things. That's why it's so sad. That was Ed O'Keefe from CBS News asking some questions of President Biden. WNBF News Time, 713, Wednesday morning sports free. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And good morning, sports fans. Of course, it's always nice to uh, take a break from the wide world of politics where we've been focused on for um, most of the past day because of the announcement by Andrew Cuomo. Let's momentarily look at sports and good news. For baseball fans, that the Rumble Ponies will have another shot at the Hartford Yard Goats tonight. In fact, five more games coming up in the home series. Fortunately, last night for Binghamton fans, it was a low-scoring game, and the only run scored last night was in the top of the second inning, and that's all Hartford needed to win last night over the Rumble Ponies. So we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, the only run of the game, Hartford's Willie Aru hit a solo home run, counting for that one run. Tonight's game scheduled to start at 6.35. The Ponies and the Goats in Binghamton be there. Elsewhere in sports, rain Stopped the uh, game in Queens yesterday between the Mets and the Nationals. The game was suspended in the top of the second inning. Washington ahead 3-1 to one on the strength of the three-run homer from Juan Soto and his return to the starting lineup. Play scheduled to resume at 4-10 this afternoon as part of a single admission doubleheader. The suspended game will remain scheduled for nine innings. And under pandemic rules, the regularly scheduled game between the teams late tonight will be shortened to seven innings. In Kansas City, Salvador Perez homered twice to set a career high with 29 this season. The Royals rallied to beat the Yankees 8-4. Perez put the Royals ahead with a two-run blast in the first inning, estimated at 400. 18 feet. Elsewhere in sports, the Bills have activated Jerry Hughes from the non-football injury list. The team's top pass rusher missed the first two weeks of training camp because of an injured left calf. Buffalo also placed backup linebacker Markel Lee on the reserve COVID list. That is the latest from the world of sports on News Radio 1290. Where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 718. Money News. Daria Albinger from ABC. 
From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Think you've been paying more for just about anything? We'll get a better idea of how expensive things are when the July Consumer Price Index is released today. Nissan says its huge factory in Smyrna, Tennessee, will close for two weeks starting Monday due to a computer chip shortage brought on by a coronavirus outbreak in Malaysia. The shutdown is one of the longest at any U.S. auto plants of this size since the shortage began last year, hobbling auto production worldwide. Nissan says it expects to resume production at the end of the month. After weeks of fits and starts, the Senate has approved a $1 trillion... That's right. The Senate approved the $1 trillion infrastructure bill that has been proposed by President Biden. So we'll see what happens in the House. Wall Street looking ahead to trading this morning with uh, trading scheduled to start at 9.30. The futures, Dow futures are up 17 and the NASDAQ futures are down 27. We'll have business updates throughout the day here on News Radio 1290. Good morning. This is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph in the downtown studios. This is Studio One. Coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll get an update on all the news, including reaction to Governor Cuomo's decision to quit. Kathy White will have all the details in our 7.30 update for you on First News. Providing you with the best solutions of your lifetime. The KSO Insurance Weekly Spotlight with Karen Sweet O'Neill on News Radio 1290 WNBF. If it's Wednesday morning, it is time for Karen Sweet O'Neill. Good morning. Good morning, Bob. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. Good. Though it's another hot and humid one out there, huh? Oh, yeah. And tomorrow and Friday. Wow, it's summer. Yeah, and then Saturday and Sunday will be still summer-like, but not quite as hot and not quite as humid. So all we have to do is get through the next three days, and if we're still alive on Saturday, we'll enjoy a beautiful weekend. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Totally <laughs> mackerel, yeah. I say that. It's like, is the glass half empty or is it all empty? Sheesh. <laughs> Got to have some re- reason for optimism. Well, absolutely. Absolutely. Anyway, so good advice uh, today, as always, on Wednesdays. Tell us a little bit of uh, insight for people who are trying to make some short-term and longer-term plans. Well, and that's a good way to put it, Bob, because a lot of people make short-term plans because they decide, and we're seeing this more and more this year, they're deciding to retire uh, quicker and earlier than they anticipated maybe a year or two ago. So in doing so, if they are Medicare eligible, and that means that they have already turned 65, okay, previously, or they're going to turn 65 this year, then there's a lot of decisions and a lot of paperwork that they need to accomplish before they go into the retirement zone. Why is that? Because you want to make sure that your health care is cemented, it is done properly, and you have good coverage. So open enrollment, and we talked about that just a little bit yesterday for people that are on Medicare is October 15th to December 7th, and that's the time period 
where Medicare beneficiaries can change their coverage, whether it's prescription drug, Medicare Advantage, or a Medicare supplement plan, and or choose to keep what they have going forward starting January 1, 2022. So, If you're in a situation, though, between now and then where you are retiring, and, of course, we have several, several, several people doing that, and they are Medicare eligible, there's some, you know, things that you need to be aware of and paperwork that needs to be accomplished in order to sign up for Medicare properly and not get into any kind of penalty zone. So when you're signing up for Medicare, there's two parts to Medicare, Part A is hospitalization, Part B is medical, and Part B is really the sticking point because Part B is an income-based premium. So the Part B is going to look at, and it's provided to you by Social Security, they are going to look at the last two years of your income, household income that is, to determine how much monthly that Part B premium for Medicare is going to cost you. So this is part of the equation that we use to determine how much your health care is going to cost going forward. And, of course, what other options you have and so on and so forth. Do you have a retirement plan that may provide you some health care options and how much is it going to be and what kind of coverage is it, you know, if you're an IBM retiree or Lockheed Martin, um, Iberdola, uh, school districts, so it's it's vast in the state, of course. And should you carry your spouse? Should you not? Can you do it without penalty? And so on and so forth, Bob. So there's a lot that goes into preparing for retirement, and also that goes into choosing your health care options once a year. So I think the bottom line is for some of us who are overwhelmed by, say, choosing what to have for lunch, it seems that because of the complexities (laughs) of what you're discussing, you need somebody who knows the ins and outs of of all these options, and that person, of course, is you. Well, it certainly is helpful because there's a lot of different tentacles that are out there that, that may provide you with coverage at no cost or low cost, and you might not be aware of them. So we kind of do a comprehensive, well, we don't kind of do it, we do a comprehensive plan to determine everything you're eligible for, what fits into your financial, and what fits into your lifestyle plan as far as which way you should go, you know, besides Medicare, um, a supplemental or an Advantage plan, what kind of prescription drug coverage. And uh, all those things play a very big part in making sure that you're covered properly when you're in retirement. If people want to contact you and get in touch with Karen Sweet O'Neill Insurance Solutions, how can they do that? They can call our office. We're up on the parkway, 772-4898. They can Google us at KSO Insurance, and all of our contact information will come up or simply go to a phone book. And we have a big display ad under insurance in the yellow pages. By the way, just between you and me, not for broadcast, I drove by your office location at 1708 Vestal Parkway East uh, about two hours ago, and everything looked fine. Everything was uh, nice in that area and along the entire parkway. So I just thought I'd give you just, uh, 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 you know, just my observations. Everything was nominal. 
good heads up. I'm glad I'll have smooth sailing into the Absolutely. Office. Very Absolutely. good. So just watch out for deer. Yeah, I tell you, that's like out my window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Karen Sweet O'Neill, always a pleasure. I hope you have a, a great day. Stay cool. Oh, you do the same. Thanks, Bob. Take care. Mm-hmm. It's 728. I say it's time to check the highways and the byways. And ordinarily, we would hear, <laughs> where is the highway and byway theme? Eh? I guess I guess we won't hear the traffic and weather together theme. But wait, come here, Kathy. Help, help. Kathy, come on. Well, no, do it from in there because we want to be safe. Do the traffic and weather together theme from the news center. Now, traffic and weather together. Oh, my gosh. It's no wonder. It's no wonder we win all the awards. See you at the AP dinner, Kathy. Uh, The good news is, despite the bizarre traffic intro, there are no traffic problems to report. So, after all that to do, such buildup, but we'll keep monitoring. I'm sure eventually there will be a traffic issue. The forecast for today, tonight, tomorrow, Friday, continued hot. There is a heat advisory in effect today. There will be some showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. The high 92, the heat index, will top out at 101. Right now in downtown Binghamton, 71. WNBF News Time. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 70 degrees at 730 Forecast for today, another hazy, hot, and humid day today. Oppressive humidity levels with dew points into the 70s. And a high today for the ambient air temperature into the mid, possibly mid-90s. Democrats have pushed a $3.5 trillion framework for bolstering family services, health, and environmental programs through the Senate. The chamber's party-line approval for the budget resolution advances President Joe Biden's expansive vision for reshaping federal priorities. And it happens just hours after senators handed him a triumph and a companion $1 trillion infrastructure package. The budget's passage was crucial for a president and party set on training the government's fiscal might at assisting families creating jobs and fighting climate change. It's because the first blueprint will project a subsequent bill this fall, actually enacting the Democrats' policies from Republican Senate Senate filibusters that would kill it. More days are being tacked on to the lockdown affecting Australia's second largest city as COVID fears continue. Now used to it. They're currently living through lockdown number six, and to no one's real surprise, it's being extended. The regional leader for Victoria State, Daniel Andrews. Today, the cabinet of the government uh, met, and we have determined to accept the advice of the chief health officer to extend uh, for a further period of seven days till 11:59 p.m. next Thursday. Latest figures show only 23% of Australian adults are now fully vaccinated. 
Tom Rivers, ABC News at the Foreign Desk. WMBF First News Time, 732. Heat and humidity smothering the region yesterday is worse today and will continue tomorrow. That's according to the National Weather Service in Binghamton that's issued heat advisories for all of New York State, except the Adirondacks and the shores of the Great Lakes which are not suffering from the heat, and part of New York City that's actually under uh, excessive heat warning tomorrow, and air quality advisory. People who do not have air conditioning can seek relief in shopping malls and movie theaters, something that wasn't an option during hot spells and lockdowns last year during the pandemic. With the latest surge, by the way, of the Delta variant of the coronavirus that is more contagious, people are encouraged to wear masks inside, especially where many people are gathering, like movie theaters. Masks, by the way, are required in all Broome County-owned buildings and inside areas of the Ross Park Zoo in Binghamton, but not in outdoor venues. New York Governor, Lieutenant Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul is preparing to take the reins of power after Governor Andrew Cuomo yesterday announced he will resign from office effective August 24th. The Western New York Democrat will become New York's first female governor following an unorthodox two-week transition period in which Cuomo has said he will stay on and work to ease her into the job. Hochul stayed out of public sight yesterday but said in a statement she was prepared to lead. She plans to address the state in a televised appearance at to this afternoon. Cuomo announced yesterday he would resign rather than face a likely impeachment trial over allegations that he sexually harassed several women. He denies touching anyone inappropriately, saying he never crossed the line. The line had been redrawn. The Democrat was also under scrutiny for his administration's reporting of COVID deaths in nursing homes, underreporting those numbers, and whether he used state resources and staff to assist in writing his multi-million dollar book on his response to the COVID pandemic. The governor's still faces possible criminal charges filed by some of his accusers. At least one has filed a criminal complaint with the Albany District Attorney alleging that the governor groped her. WMBF First News Time, 734. The body of a man whose kayak overturned near Dorchester Park has been recovered, according to New York State Police. 57-year-old James Jones of Louisiana had been missing since his kayak tipped over in the Whitney Point Reservoir Saturday evening. Investigators say the man's body was found at 9 a.m. yesterday. State police are continuing their investigation. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has completed a study of free-range white-tailed deer in New York, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Illinois. That has a surprising result. About a third of the 481 deer sampled from January 2020 through earlier this year, as researchers took advantage of wildlife damage management activities, showed antibodies for COVID-19. Researchers stressed some of the animals showed signs, none of the animals showed signs of clinical illness from SARS-CoV-2. Ross Park Zoo Director Philip Ginter says the local zoo and similar parks continue to be concerned about the safety of their animals during the the ongoing pandemic as early on in the outbreak in the spring of 2020 some tigers at the bronx zoo exhibited respiratory discomfort and tested positive for covid19 ginter says the virus like many can be transmitted across species and research is continuing to try to understand more meanwhile ginter tells southern tier close-up airing this saturday at 6:03 a.m that the rosemont gifford zoo in syracuse is participating in research into a covid vaccine for animals Animals. You can hear more about that conversation with the zoo director and things that are going on at the zoo once again this Saturday at 6.03 a.m. right here on News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. The Don Giovanni Show. 
Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right, an Italian house party get-together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. WNBF, WNBF WNBF.com. This is First News Binghamton. Well, everything seemed to be going okay on Tuesday morning. Late Tuesday morning, we received word that Andrew Cuomo was going to chat a little bit. And I know I was in the WNBF News Center working on a routine story. So I was unable to really break away from the story that I was finishing to post on WNBF.com. But I did uh, turn on the audio as the governor started to speak. And again, everything seemed to be, well, normal. Good morning. Let me begin by thanking Rita Glavin for that uh, powerful presentation. Okay, well, that seemed normal because his attorney, again, as she's been doing for the last several days, Rita Glavin, was again uh, defending her client, as she should do. That is her job as an attorney to defend her client. So after several minutes of, we'll just say, the expected commentary from Andrew Cuomo, then suddenly he pivoted, and then it took a very strange and ultimately a very historic turn when he announced that, I'm out of here. I am out of here. And again, that's not the exact quote, but the essence was, I am out of here. So, one thing that he did to the surprise of some, he did say this. I take full responsibility for my actions. I have been too familiar with people. All right. But still, you know, some of the things he said made you wonder whether he was really sorry or if he's just really sorry that he got caught and now he has to leave early. Don't get me wrong. This is not to say that there are not 11 women who I truly offended. There are. And for that, I deeply, deeply apologize. And that was Governor Andrew Cuomo speaking around midday on Tuesday when he said that he will step down in 14 days. We'll talk more about it coming up after the 8 o'clock news on the Wednesday edition of Binghamton Now, WNBF News Time, 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And there are no Big traffic issues right now on area roadways. Keep you posted if anything serious happens. Just watch out, especially in the work zones. Milling continuing on Smith Hill and Lewis Roads, along with paving this week, according to the Broome County Highway Department. Forecast from the National Weather Service. 
Mostly sunny today, showers and thunderstorms late in the day. Some storms could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High 92, the heat index up to 101. Tonight, more showers and thunderstorms. Low 72, mostly sunny tomorrow. High 93, the heat index tomorrow, 101. Friday, mostly sunny. A few showers and thunderstorms again. High 92. A heat advisory will be in effect today from noon to 7 p.m., according to the National Weather Service. So if you plan to do anything outdoors, take precautions, try to limit your activity. And if it's something that you can put off for a few days, that probably would be the best bet. So again, it's going to be hot. And for most people, it's going to be potentially risky. If you're older, if you have uh, existing health issues, try to stay indoors. Try to find a place with air conditioning. If you can't find a place with air conditioning, just essentially sit still. Stay hydrated. Pay attention to your well-being, to your family, to your neighbors, to your friends, even your enemies. It's dangerous when it gets this hot. And so uh, just be careful. And then... There will be relief coming this weekend. It'll be uh, fairly nice Saturday and Sunday. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 71 at News Radio 1290. This is First News Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph in Studio One. Kathy White is in the WNBF News Center monitoring all the important developments, the local and regional scene, plus national and world developments. We'll have a full update at 8 o'clock and even sooner if there's breaking news. In our world today, you don't know. News could break in the blink of an eye. And when it does, we'll bring it to you right here on News Radio 1290. That is our goal. That is our mission. We've been doing that for nearly a century. Coming up, a look at sports and then money news. WNBF News Time, 7. Now, Roger Neal on Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Which reminds me, I spoke with Roger Neal last night and he sends his best wishes to everybody in WNBF land. We had <clears throat> quite a wide-ranging discussion on sports and other things. And who knows, he may be listening now. Probably enjoying a donut, chocolate, or chocolate with peanuts. And maybe both. Binghamton Rumble Ponies fell one to nothing to the Yard Goats last night. The series opener at the stadium, Hartford's Willie Abreu hit a solo home run in the second inning, accounting for the lone run of the game. Homer in the second off Connor Gray was the only blemish for the Ponies right-hander. Gray allowed just two hits over six innings with one walk and five strikeouts in the loss, according to the account on the Rumble Ponies website. Justin Dillon pitched two scoreless innings in relief, and Tommy Wilson pitched a scoreless ninth. The Rumble Ponies were 0 for 7 with runners in scoring position and left 12 on base. Their best opportunity was when they loaded the bases with no one outs in the bottom of the sixth, but they failed to score. Ryan Feltner got the win for Hartford, allowing eight hits over six and two-thirds innings with three walks and nine strikeouts. 
He combined with reliever Zach Madsen, Reagan Todd, and Will Gaddis for the shutout. Gaddis retired the ponies in order in the ninth inning for his second save of the year. For Hartford, it was their first shutout since they blanked the ponies 7 to nothing back on August 16th, 2019. Here in Binghamton, the two teams will meet again tonight. First pitch is scheduled for 6.35 in beautiful downtown Binghamton. Elsewhere, speaking of sports, in Kansas City, Salvador Perez homered twice to set a career high with 29 this season. The Royals rallied to beat the Yankees 8-4. In Queens, the series opener between the Nationals and the Mets was suspended in the top of the second inning because of rain. Washington is ahead 3-1 on the strength of the three-run homer from Juan Soto and his return to the starting lineup. Play is scheduled to resume at 4-10 this afternoon as part of a doubleheader. The suspended game will remain scheduled for nine innings, and under pandemic rules, the regularly scheduled game between the teams tonight will be shortened to seven innings. In Florham Park, New Jersey, practice completions and touchdowns or the lack thereof are far from the most important measuring sticks in Zach Wilson's development. Two weeks into training camp, the Jets are tracking the rookie quarterback's overall progress, and they're staying patient even if some fans and media want to see more. Of course, it's always the media. The media, whether it's the sports media or the news media, never satisfied about anything. So I'm told. Anyway, that's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 748 Money News. World stocks are mixed ahead of U.S. inflation data, which will be released in just over 30 minutes. In early trading, France's index climbed two tenths of a point. The DAX in Germany added one tenth of a percent. Britain's FTSE 100 picked up four tenths of a percent. Democrats pushed a $3.5 trillion framework for bolstering family services, health, and environmental programs through the Senate. The chamber's party-line approval of the budget resolution advances President Biden's expansive vision for reshaping federal priorities. It happened just hours after senators handed him a triumph on a companion $1 trillion infrastructure, infrastructure package. Dubai International Airport is the world's busiest for international travel, but it's handled 40% less passenger traffic in the first half of this year compared to the same period in 2020. However, the hub's chief executive says he remains optimistic about the crucial east-west transit point as authorities gradually reopen Dubai's key routes to the Indian subcontinent and Britain. The airport saw 86 million people squeeze through before the pandemic hit in 2019. It held the title of the world's busiest for the past seven years. And that is the latest business news Right here on a Wednesday morning, August 11th, 2021. U.S. stocks will open in exactly 100 minutes at 9.30. We'll be following Wall Street. By the way, uh, checking futures, they're mixed. Dow futures are up 17. NASDAQ futures are down 27. This is Binghamton now, 71 in downtown Binghamton. We're looking forward to a high today around 92-ish. What's a degree among friends? 
probably about 92, with the heat index reaching about 101. And a heat advisory will be in effect today from noon to 7 p.m. WNBF News Time, 7.51. Coming up, of course, at 8 o'clock, the news from ABC with the National and World Update, the local and regional report live from the WNBF News Center, and then a very important edition of Binghamton Now, first person we plan to speak with about the political repercussions from Governor Cuomo's announcement will be New York State's Republican Chairman Nick Langworthy. You'll hear it live. You'll hear it local. You'll hear it on WNBF, AM 1290 and on the WNBF app. Start recording. There is nothing serious to report, which is good. That means people have been doing, a, I would say, a fairly excellent job of staying out of serious crashes so far. Hopefully that shall continue throughout the day. Of course, if there are traffic issues over the next few hours, we'll let you know right here on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Now the weather. There is a heat advisory that's been posted by the National Weather Service. It will be in effect from noon to 7 p.m. today. Heat index values of mid-90s to near 100 expected this afternoon. In fact, could be 101, 102 for the entire region. So drink plenty of fluid. Stay in an air-conditioned room if possible. Stay out of the sun. Check up on relatives and neighbors. Kids, pets should never, ever be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. Actually, when you think about it, that should be true all the time, regardless of what the weather is. So don't leave your kids and don't leave your cats or dogs or ferrets in your car because you care for them. You don't want anything to happen. Anyway, be careful today and tomorrow with the ongoing heat. Here's the official forecast from the National Weather Service. Mostly sunny today, some showers and some thunderstorms, mainly late this afternoon. Some of the storms this afternoon and tonight could produce gusty winds and heavy rain. High 92, the heat index probably around 101. Partly cloudy tonight, more showers and thunderstorms, high 72. Mostly sunny tomorrow, high 93. The extended outlook Friday, mostly sunny. A chance of showers and thunderstorms, high 92. And some relief coming for the weekend. Mostly sunny Saturday with a chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 79. Beautiful day in the forecast for Sunday. Sunny skies with a high of 79. Right now in downtown Binghamton, 71 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 7.50. Coming up after the news, Binghamton now. We'll talk about Governor Cuomo's announcement. We'll hear from you, average listeners, and also we'll hear from New York State Republican Chairman Nick Langworthy. 
One of the candidates for governor, Rob Astorino, seeking the Republican nomination. Also, journalist John Campbell from Gannett in Albany. All that and potentially some surprises. It's coming up after the news. Binghamton Now. I'm Bob Joseph on WNBF Binghamton, WNBF.